want to say like yeah. six to eight Welcome cow to farms, yeah. but they were not happy cows. Yeah. I was like <gasps> mortified. Welcome to Cali. Mortified. They stink too. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. Dude, when I tell you, so I've struggled with like wheat since I was so young. And I say I blame it obviously on like just like society making me feel like I need to look different. But regardless. And I think getting bullied in, in, yeah. in elementary uh-huh. definitely had to do with it too. I, that's all I heard every day was people making fun of me and my weight. Even my brother, like just my family members. It was just constantly, my worth had a lot to do with my weight. I'm getting a lot better now as far as that but i do think it's worth mentioning that um um i'm not the only one that has gone through this so prefacing if you're sensitive to talk about weight loss and you think we shouldn't be talking about weight loss and blah blah blah, we're just gonna talk about the things that have worked worked for for us us. yeah yeah not saying that you have to do it no one has to do it but yeah, this is what worked for me. So I'm 24 now, and I have struggled. Like, I have this thing that I learned from this app. They put a name on it, what kept happening to me. And it's crazy because I felt like I could never find answers. I just thought, like, having a consistent weight that I'm happy with would never happen for me, that I could never eat normally and stay healthy. Like, it would just never happen for me. Like, all these things that worked for everyone else. I was like, not me, though. Like, it just wouldn't happen for me. Um, so it's called the yo-yo effects and i i'm so happy for this app because it was the first article that i read and i was like oh my goodness and it just pulled me in completely because i was like this is me this is the first time that i found something that actually explained what Mm -hmm. i go through so what would happen is i mean just a quick backstory i think we've talked about this before if you've been listening to our podcast but if you haven't heard that episode when I was, like, 14, that's when I kind of, like, started having an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. I was getting really obsessed with food, started not really eating a lot, and over, like, working out, got really, really thin. You just made me Sorry. <laughs> got really thin. I was never, like, anorexic, but I was pretty thin, and I would gain, like, maybe two pounds and cry about it. Like, everything I knew about, like, weight and body was just so misconstrued. I had, like, all the wrong information fed to me, so even just, like, the smallest little weight gain, not even knowing that's, like, natural, would make me go into, like, a depression frenzy. I would stop eating. It was just really bad. It was really, really bad. You could imagine, like, how many years and how much energy I spent worrying about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Letting it ruin and control my life. Um, but then after high school, I gained back a lot of weight because I just, you know, I got complacent. Like, obviously, I starved my body so much that when I started to eat just normal again, I got, you know pretty big again um and since then it's just kind of been a yo-yo I lost like I think the most amount of weight when I went through a breakup when I was 19 Mm -hmm. when I moved here and I got like so skinny like Mm -hmm. super super skinny and I was obviously a lot more confident at that point because I always wanted to be really skinny and then I saw that I could eat whatever I want and I was staying skinny. So I just kept eating and eating and eating and I was staying skinny for a little bit and then I just suddenly blew up and became chubbier again and it just was like a yo-yo effect. They started working on a boat, would lose weight and just since then, since I was like 19, the yo-yo effect has been nuts. Like I would say 
for three months I would be thin skinny loving my body and then I would gain weight and then it would just like fluctuate so anytime I would feel thin look in the mirror and like look at my flat stomach I'd be like literally be like this is not gonna last like I just knew it wouldn't last because I would say to myself if I want this to last I need to eat once a day I can't eat twice a day and it would just always like weigh over my head thinking like oh am I gonna do this when I have kids like am I really gonna continue eating once a day because I obviously love my body like this but uh, if I even eat one more meal, it's not going to happen. Like, it's not going to stay like this. And I know that's an unhealthy way to think. But because of what I know about my body and how it worked, I knew that if I had a second meal, that I would gain weight. And I didn't want to gain weight. So it's not that I didn't want to eat. I wanted to eat. I just mm-hmm. wanted to stay mm-hmm. that look. So um, I, I would say February 2020... Starting February 2020, I was in real estate. I was just really busy again. So you were only eating once a day? I was really not eating that much, yeah. Um, But I was eating kind of like whatever I want. Not whatever I wanted, but like more carbs. And I took that as like, oh, something happened with my hormones. Apparently, I'm naturally skinny now. So I got really skinny. I was intermittent fasting too. Mm. Um, But I was eating like a little, not a little more, but. Um, just like a more hefty one meal of the day. Like the meal I was eating was more heftier than usual. Um, but I was, I got really thin. I don't know if it was just like hormones, intermittent fasting, or if it was stress and I was walking a lot, but I was really thin and I was super confident. And then towards the end of the year, everything changed. I guess it's just, I started, you know, I wasn't exercising at all. I was literally not moving. Like the whole year of After you quit? Oh, during real estate. During real estate, and then after, too. Like, I did not work out. I did not go to gym. I had no motivation to do anything. Um, I was eating pasta, like, a lot. I was eating out a lot and drinking. Same. And I had never really done that to my body before. And I just gained a ton of weight. And then even the beginning of this year, I was, like, gaining a lot of weight. And, I mean, if you saw me, you wouldn't think I was fat. But it was definitely not, like, my ideal, like, what I wanted to be however right. I felt comfortable and it was like definitely it was like 20 pounds heavier than I was in the beginning of the year yeah and I was obviously really confident at that point I was already going through like so much too so that was just the cherry on top I was just not feeling comfortable in my own skin and I kind of got to this place where I'm like I'm so fed up with this like this whole yo-yo not having control over my body like it felt like my body controlled me is like mm-hmm. the best way I can explain it mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know what, I need to find answers. Like, I need to hire a nutritionist. I don't care how expensive it is. I need to hire someone to tell me, like, how can I just, like, be healthy? Because I got to a point where I was like, I just want to be healthy. Yeah. And be happy in mm-hmm. my own skin. But and I, I feel like feel at good. that point, too, you were, like, that's when we were podcasting. We would eat salads for lunch every single day, and we still felt, like, a little heavier than we should be, right? We bought, yeah. like, we were eating, you would think healthy every yeah. night though i was making like pasta pastas wine bread with Same. cheese like i was eating a lot yeah i feel like that was my whole 2020 yeah was pastas because i tried to go like i tried to cut out meat so i was eating like a lot of pasta a lot of wheat gluten yeah me too just like a lot of um yeah substitute soy stuff yeah, yeah. oh yeah so 2020 soy. is when i saw like a big weight gain as and well. I think a lot of people did too because yeah. of COVID. Um, but I really hope that this podcast helps someone because had I heard all this information like years ago, I would have taken the opportunity to do this. But 
I, a few things, few pieces of information from different places popped up and I kind of put it all together and it, I just decided, I was like, okay, I guess this makes sense. So when I got really, really motivated to lose weight is when I went to the doctor and they took my weight. Well, I would say a month before that, I started going in like hot Pilates mm-hmm. and I started to cut back on eating out. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, when I went to the doctor, I was, I was thinking like, okay, I'm not going to be that much. Cause like I've been eating pretty healthy this yeah. past month and I've been working out. So I have to be, you know, a lot less. Yeah. I went with myself and I was so shocked by the number. And the thing is, I've always had like major anxiety tied around my weight and the number even though I know that doesn't mean anything because like yeah my friend Caroline that's like so skinny perfect body I would literally sell myself for a body with way the exact same which is crazy but so I know that has nothing but like for my body I know what I look like at a certain weight and what I do at a certain weight so that number ties to that Mm -hmm. especially because I don't like work out a lot so it's not like I'm building any muscle so I go and I see that number and I try to not let it affect me because I'm like, okay, I'm 24 now. Like, I'm too old for this. Like, I need to grow out of this yeah. thing that I have. And it really affected me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to release everything I thought I know mm-hmm. about my body. Everything mm-hmm. I thought I knew about exercising, calories, food, um, what works for me, what doesn't. I'm releasing all of it and I'm starting from scratch. So I downloaded the app Noom Mm -hmm. because I kept seeing ads for it on Pinterest and it was, the ads were kind of like, um, not dieting. And that's the thing is like, I didn't want to diet because in my head I'm thinking like, I don't want to do something temporary. I don't want to lose weight, gain it, lose weight, gain it. I just want to have consistency, be happy with where I'm at. And it's not even more about being skinny. I was like, I just feel good in my body. Anyway, so I started Noom. And around the same time I started reading articles, the first big shocker to me was they said, go buy a scale and weigh yourself every morning. And I was like, oh my God, what? And they're like, you need to break like your bad relationship with the scale. scale. And it'll tell you a lot, but also like keep in mind that you do fluctuate five to seven pounds every day before your period that happens too and they're like don't let the number like have so much weight on you but weigh yourself at the same exact time every day because that's how we're gonna know your progress and Mm -hmm. like how much you're losing and if it's working in the program um so I did it and I was like oh so hard but I have to say I owe so much to that and just that article about how like they said if you're if you go out and you eat a lot and you think you gained a pound, or like if you weigh yourself and you're a pound heavier the next day, trust me, it's definitely not fat. You would literally need to eat three Big Macs or four, five Big Macs for you to actually gain a pound of fat overnight. And so it made me really think like every time I would just have like one nice dinner, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm I'm gonna gain like five pounds the next day. And I realized that was just like really neurotic thinking. And so it was just educating me and it made me feel a lot better. I was like, okay, so... I can have cheat days and it's okay. Mm-hmm. So that was first piece of information I started with Noom. And then I heard a TikTok, this guy who's a trainer, and I was like exactly what I wanted to hear. Or it was a girl. She was like talking about the yo-yo effect because that's where I figured out what yo-yo was, was mm-hmm. Noom as Noom. well. She's like, if you're wondering why, like you, when you don't work out and you... Um, eat less like why you're getting a lot skinnier is because your body she said your body's literally eating your muscle or 
It'll your retain. muscle is eating itself, so it slows down your metabolism. Yes. So that's why even if you eat one thing after, like you're gonna gain weight because your metabolism is so slow. She's like, yeah. but that's why I say like lift weights every day and build muscle because that's what speeds up your metabolism. And like no one talks about that. They're like, okay, weights will make you bulky. Um, also, Not if you eat less, you'll lose weight. No. And then I'm like, okay, that's what I always thought. Yeah. And I just thought like I was stuck with a slow metabolism. But I noticed, like, I've been going to hot Pilates, like, what, five, six months now? And it was really slow. Like, my weight loss journey was super slow, but I knew it had to go slow for it to maintain. Mm -hmm. And she said something like, this is going to, like, suck to hear, but you will, like, if you are trying to lose weight or, like, boost up your metabolism, you'll have to gain weight first. So that means eat, like, go eat, and just trust me, gain the weight, and then we'll work on losing it. And so when I heard that, I was kind of already in the... I was already at the part where I wasn't eating, and then I started eating a lot. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I'm here now. Um, I'm going to lose weight the right way now. So right. I was kind of at that point. So it made me feel better that I was like, okay, at least I did something right. Like, yeah. I was eating a lot. And then I started building muscle, exercising, and literally since then, like, I've been... I eat... I naturally eat two meals a day because I don't really eat breakfast, but I, I have been eating breakfast sometimes here and there, and I feel like that speeds up my metabolism more. I've had breakfast since I was, like, 14, mind you. Yeah. Because I get hungrier throughout the day, and I was... So when I was doing all this, like, started... Well, when I was on Noom and I tried to cut weight, I was watching my calories for the first couple months, and I got down, like, several pounds, and I was kind of stuck. Yeah. But when I started, like, eating breakfast in the past few weeks and having cheat days, I went down even more, which I was so confused because I was like, wait, I'm eating more and I'm not having yeah. as many calories, but, like, how am I still losing? Yeah. And I think it's just because I was building more muscle and it took time and then my metabolism yeah. was just gaining yeah. more momentum. And I heard a thing, like, I don't know if this is factual information, but the less you eat, the more fat your body will store. Makes like, sense, because your body's kind of, like, deprived. It's like, yeah, it's depriving. So it's like, oh, food, fat, nutrition, like, anything it'll hold on to. Yeah. So your body is holding on to whatever you're eating if you're eating one meal a day versus eating three small meals. Or, you know, when I was going to, like, that MMA gym, my trainer was telling us, like, we should be eating four to five mini meals a day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what your your day should look like, technically. Yeah. Yeah. So. And same, same. Like, so for me, I mean, I hadn't seen, I have not seen a big gap like you have. Would you say you lost, like? Yeah, like almost 20 pounds, honestly. Okay, yeah. So I've only lost, like, eight to ten. Like, my weight will fluctuate. So I've lost eight to ten from, like, that's I don't know. crazy. From when that's so much. Still, that's we, so much. Yeah. Like a couple months ago, right? Yeah. Um, but so my thing is like, what I've started this past month is like I'll have a smoothie in the morning for breakfast, which is good because it'll have like a banana, spinach, kale, peanut butter, whatever. And then for lunch we'll have a salad or when I'm a working, sandwich yeah, and stuff. A, sa- a salad or a sandwich. Um, but you, you gotta always make sure your sandwich is not, like, filled with just, like, all meat and all cheese and stuff. Gotta have veg. Yeah. Gotta have veg in there. Um, and then I'll eat dinner. And then I've been working out, too, so it's, it's... Nice. And all of 2020, I don't think I worked out at all. Me, too. Yeah. At all. I, like, not once. (laughs) But, you know, 
I think, like, a good rule of thumb is if you are doing, like, a diet or a lifestyle change or you're trying to lose your weight is, like, have cheat days so it motivates you throughout the week. For me, yes. if I told myself I couldn't go out and have a couple of drinks on the weekend, have some cake, go out and have a really carby dinner on the weekend, then throughout the week I would probably go binge and eat. Yeah. Because then I'd be like, I don't see the day where I can do this. But if I know, like, oh, this weekend I'm going to go out and we're going to have pizza and drinks and get some ice cream, then I'm like, ooh, that's so exciting. So it just motivates me to, like, keep eating healthy throughout throughout the week. week. Yeah. Yeah. And who wants a level life rule of restrictions? Like, if you restrict yourself so much, you're going to feel miserable and you're just going to break them. I feel like you're just going to, like, you're not going to, I don't know. That's not, that's not right. Yeah, it's not a good Have cheat days. Life. I don't know. I think that's what's been the Intuitive biggest... eating. Yeah. I've been seeing that a lot on TikTok, too. Yeah, it's like you eat what you feel like eating, and then, I mean, not to overindulge, but, like... Yeah. Honestly, I feel like intuitive eating has really been, like, a thing for me, too. Because you know how, like, I'm obsessed with that Buddha bowl? Yeah. The other day when we had it, I didn't like it. Isn't that weird? Like, I have these things where, like, sometimes, like, I just don't want it. Something I think I love, like, I just don't want it all of a sudden. And I'm like, okay, I think, like... You think it's just based on the day and, like, how you're feeling? No, I don't know. I just, like... So do you think you don't like them anymore? That's hilarious. No, I think I do. I just... I don't know. Huh. Same thing happened with me with smoked salmon and avocado toast. I literally remember I used to have avocado toast every day, like, even lunch and dinner for, like, a year. And then now when I... I remember it tasted so fucking good. Now when I make the same exact thing, I'm like, this is gross. I just think it's gross. Like, it's so weird. I'll eat the avocado toast from somewhere else, but the one that I would make here, I just hate I don't it. like, yeah, I same. I don't like avocado toast that I make at but home, I but I like I ordering. I used to love the one I made. I'm so <laughs> confused. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm making noises again. <laughs> it's okay. We'll but swap yeah. up our miking system soon. Yeah. But it's funny because lately I've been, like, saying to Chase, I was like, oh, like, I can't do this before Italy because I'm getting fat, I'm getting fat. And then I keep weighing myself and I'm like, I'm not. And I was not very good these past couple of weeks. Like, we've been eating a lot of bad food and just I feel like the key the key is just to like move your body and it doesn't necessarily even need to be a workout just like stretch honestly even or walk I think that's really the key is as long as your body is moving Moving. and you're building like some type of muscle or strength like you really could eat yeah whatever not whatever you want but you know what I mean oh and home cooked oh my gosh yeah and taking out preservatives. That's, out of, yeah, a huge thing. Yeah. Like, knowing what's going in your food. Mm-hmm. That's when I know it's, like, a huge difference is when I, like, make my tuna sandwiches at home. I make any of my food at home, my dinner at home. Yeah. You know, what's been, like, my go-to dinner recently that I love? And I feel like it's more than I've ever eaten in my life. So I get rice. Like, I just steal some of Chase's rice. And then I put, like, a ton of shrimp. Like, I cook shrimp, like, Cajun style and guacamole vegan sour cream and this like sauce and like refried beans and then this, this sauce and it's like a big meal it's huge and it's so filling but it just feels healthy because i'm like oh i know all of these ingredients you know yeah versus buying like a veggie patty i mean not to say all veggie patties are bad but just but a like, lot of them have like or a lot of the like meat meat substitute like vegan substitute things have a lot of yeah preservatives just look at look at your ingredient lists i feel like yeah that's what i was doing wrong last year just 
was eating like boxed stuff and stopped eating meat and was yeah. eating a bunch of pasta, rice. Yeah. And I think blew like, up. everybody's same. I think everybody body ha everybody everybody body is different. But rule of thumb. Oh sorry, I'm making noise again. Rule of thumb I think as long as you're eating, like, more wholer ingredients, whether it is meat or whatever, and you know where your shit's coming from, yeah. you're going to be elevating your health a lot more. Yes. A lot more. Yes. A lot more. Grass-fed, organic-ish. Might be more expensive, but... You're investing in your health. It's definitely worth it. Yeah. You kidding? And it's scary. Oh, it's kidding? so scary. Yeah, I know. Like, just, like... Go watch those fucking videos. Those, those, or those Netflix shows like Cowspiracy or yeah. what? El- what else is there? Like just like the farms the and farms and farms of like chickens and like how grody their living situations. Yeah, is. It's scary. and they put preservatives in the chicken to make the chicken grow faster. And it's yeah. just like, you know, they feed the cows like candy and no. shit to make them fatter. Oh my gosh! Can I tell you a side story? So we're in California. <laughs> we drove from like. Yosemite area across to San Francisco, right? And on that road, we passed like I want to say like yeah. six to eight Welcome cow to farms, yeah. but they were not happy cows. Yeah. I was like <gasps> mortified. Welcome to Cali. Mortified. They stink too. The whole area is so stinky because they keep their stuff their grounds not so. So, buy local meat. Hopefully, I know that there's a lot of farmer's markets that have... <gasps> Did you get something in your eye? No, it just feels weird. It feels weird? Um, I'm farmer's marker... Markers. <laughs> Far- go to a farmer's market that sells, like, local meats. Move your body is my number one tip. Yeah. Move your body. Move your body. And make sure your make plate your of food is, like, colorful. Yeah. Like, you don't want it to be all one color. I think that's good. That's yeah. good, quick episode for you guys this I week. I wish, like, well, maybe if we had, like, enough lists of, well, I don't think podcasts work that way. If you could do, like, a live questionnaire, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Yeah. But one day. DM us. Yeah, one day. Um, so we'll probably take a week off <laughs> since um, we had to, like, pre-record a bunch of episodes because Sabrina's going to be gone for two weeks and then I'm going to be gone for a week and then... Oh my gosh, yeah. We'll reconvene. Did you figure out where you're going? Oh, we're just going Lanai, Sensei. Oh, you guys got it? Mm-hmm. Oh, During the week, though, and only two nights. We wanted to stay three, but they were literally booked. Honestly, more than enough. Okay. It's so low-key, like, two nights is more than enough. Especially because that's, like, four whole days practically, right? Or three whole days. Well, yeah, like three. Because your flight could be in the morning. Right, the same right, night, right, right. So... Honestly, that could be like four whole days. You guys like could spend there. Extend it. Just have a early flight and have a late flight the next day or the last day. That's yeah, what I did when that. I went. Because I stayed one night. And they'll keep your luggage, and then you can oh, just yeah. like lounge. Since of course they'll keep your luggage there. You just hang out. Yeah. You'll pack light anyway. So. And there's no for four seasons. There's no beach access, right? It's like literally cliff. There's only a pool, or is there a beach access? Well, so I've never been to Sensei. No, but for Four Seasons. Oh, no, that's, that's on the beach. So there is a beach access? Yeah. Because the photos look like it's just literally, like, cliff. Maybe you're looking at the Sensei photos? Cause well, Sensei is in the mountains. mountains There's no... Yeah. 
No, Four Seasons, like, it's on a cliff, but there, it's, like, down a hill. Like, there's there's a beach there's there beach. where you can, they set it up for you. They have seats and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. But the water's kind of nuts over there. Be careful. The current's, like, crazy. But it's a nice snorkel spot. They have tide pools over there. Just oh. make sure the swells, if it's, like, flat, then, yeah, go swim. But be careful. And the coral is, like, beautiful. But yeah, oh, you're going to love wait. it. And the Nobu there is, like, honestly the best Nobu I've ever had in my life. Good, because Palo Alto sucked. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the last Nobu experience we had for his yeah. birthday. Oh, Yay! Okay. So let's we'll see you guys in a few weeks. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.